All right, it's a new year, and it's been a month since I I was actually online, which uh, I am sorry about, but uh, well, it's been a long January for a lot of reasons, and uh, not the least of all is uh, the fact that we've got a nitwit in, uh, in the White House now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you, but if you've seen Joe lately, I don't think this guy's going to make it across the finish line. I mean, I watched a video the other day of him for, I guess, a good 35, 40 seconds where he was trying to put a pin in his uh, lapel jacket, I mean, inside his jacket, and he couldn't figure it out. This is a guy that's a leader of the free world, okay? He can't get the pin to go in his pocket on his inside his jacket. And he finally just gave up. He never did get it. He ended up sticking it in his pants pocket. That's the guy we've got in charge now. Now, uh, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to sum this all up in one big one one time here of what went on uh, in uh, November. Um, the more I see about it, the more I read about it. The Dems, the Dems set this up to steal this election. Okay, and it worked. It did work because Republicans are a bunch of candy asses. They really are. Uh, we've got a Supreme Court that's useless. You've got numerous AGs around the country that are uh, left-leaning uh, liberals, liberal lunatics, I might add. Uh, they've they've pretty much taken over, and that's where that's where it comes down to. And when you hear that phrase, when someone says, "You know, elections have consequences," that is absolutely one hundred percent accurate. It is one hundred percent accurate. Even your local elections have consequences. So that's something to think about in the future because the uh, midterms are going to be interesting, uh, really interesting. They're, they're, they're going to be – it's probably going to be overwhelmingly uh, red. I don't know. I mean, unless they can figure out how to rig elections around the country. Now, that's a possibility. And I hate to think that as a society we've come to the point where he who wins is the one that cheats the best. Now, that's never a way I was I was raised. I've never taught my kids that way. And I've I've always been, you know, you can you can bump up against that that line, but you can't really cross it. You know, when we when I played sports and everything, the old saying was if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying to win. Well, that's true. But I mean, that doesn't mean going up and changing the scores and, you know, maybe, you know, taking out the sports casters or something you know, and then changing, you know, the, the, instead of two to nothing, it's, it's seven to two and you win. And that's not what I'm talking about. Not fixing things. I mean, small things, small incremental things, tiny things that you could do to cheat just to get an advantage. That's one thing, but rigging the entire thing. No, I, I've never been a fan of that. And I don't think the the Democrat or the Republicans should stoop to that. Um, so anyway, they did steal it. I don't care who you who you talk to. If anyone says that that uh, that election was not stolen, they are either delusional or they're they they're not looking at it with a unbiased eye. That that's it. That's the bottom line. They're believing the crap that the uh, media puts out, and that's not. It's absolutely no. There's no truth to that. Okay, so that's one thing. Um, second thing, uh, you know, Trump, what's he going to do? Is he going to run in 2024? I kind of doubt it. I, he may, he's going to be pretty old. So I, I just don't think that's probably going to happen, but I will say this, this, this phenomenon is not going to go away. This populism movement, uh, is going to continue and it's, it's going to be, it's going to be something to see in my opinion. Now it may not be immediate. Uh, I think in two years, I think the, the Dems are going to lose big time. They'll lose the House and the Senate. Um, 
Joe's you know, creepy Joe. He's he's he, his his uh his administration is already uh, a footnote. It's 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 an asterisk presidency. I, he's worthless. All he's going to do is screw things up. They're going to have to change back in a couple of years. That's that's all he's going to do. I mean, joining the Paris Climate Accord again. Come on. What are you kidding me? And what's he do right out of the gate? Now, mind you, I, I don't want to get off on another subject here, but um, uh, back to Trump. Let's go back to Trump. Trump probably, I, I know he opened his uh, office in Florida. That's the, what was it? The office of the former president of the United States, which I thought was hilarious. He's trolling Joe is what he's going to do. And he's probably setting it up. I don't know if he's going to have some kind of partnership with Parler or one of the alt tech uh, uh, sites, but it's going to be a big, it's going to be, it's going to be a big deal. Uh, what I'd like to see him do is to, to open and start his own broadcasting uh, company. Uh, Trump TV would be great. Uh, Fox is useless now. And I hated to see that McEnany, the uh, press secretary, go to there, go there. But what are you going to do? They probably offered her a ton of money. And, and I, I don't blame her. I probably would have done the same thing. Maybe she can help turn things around. I don't think so. I mean, Rupert Murdoch and that whole group, they're going to they're going to end up losing billions over this thing. But they got they got you know basically a hard on from Trump and they don't want anything to do with it you know and they're gonna they're gonna lose money in spite of him so that's fine that's fine I'll never watch it again I'll never watch it I haven't watched NFL I haven't watched NHL I haven't watched anything I've actually gone to Formula One racing in Europe <laughs> started watching that and golf so there are other things you can watch that are exciting and I take my word for that F one that Formula One racing is pretty fun so anyway um, back to Joseph okay let's go to Joe right here. Um, Joe's, Joe's an idiot. Uh, Joe's a career politician who has had absolutely not a single idea since he started this, this charade. Um, and get this. Now, I don't know if you're all aware of this, but I did the math on it. I did some research on it the other day. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had an instance uh, in your lifetime where you heard of someone who was having an affair with their babysitter. Okay. Now, I know, I know before you say anything, hear me out. Hear me out. There's nothing good that ever comes from someone having an affair with their babysitter, okay? Because I'll be honest with you. When you, when, when you say the word babysitter, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, of course, it's a high school girl coming over to watch your six and eight-year-old so you can go out and have dinner with your wife or go out and have, go to a party, go out with friends, whatever, Okay. And that's usually what it is. It's usually somebody between the ages of 14 and 18, maybe. Okay. Now, Joe, well, Jill, Jill, his wife now, was 10 years his junior. Okay. So she started, she started babysitting for them when she was approximately 17 years old. Okay. Now. He ended up marrying her four years later after his wife got killed in a car wreck. From everything I've heard and everything I've seen, I mean, I've actually seen pictures of this little, this gal, this girl, Jill, sitting on his lap you know, in the yard. When you're 17 years old, who sits on another guy's lap? And I mean, it would be one thing if Joe didn't have a history of this, but Tara Reid accusing him of attacking her sexually. Uh, all the video with him sniffing little girls' hairs, playing with their hair, grabbing women around the waist, touching their boobs. I mean, come on. This guy, this guy makes, and, and we're worried about Trump. 
tweeting something mean or saying grab women by the yoo-hoo, you know? Oh, come on. I, at least at least Trump goes out and, and hits on adult women, mature women, not some teeny bopper right out of high school. So I tell you what, I have no time for Joe, and I don't care about this unity crap that they're trying to sell right now, the Democrats are trying to sell. You can take your unity and shove it up your you-know-what, okay? And I'll give you the two middle fingers, double-barreled. You can stick that where the sun doesn't shine, folks. I have no intentions of being unified with this group, okay? I was part of that group at one point. But I've learned something. I have learned something. And uh, I think it's interesting because it, it, it does pretty much sum up the mindset of the Democrat. I don't know if any of you have ever seen, and you probably have, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay, it's 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 old, but it's it's still, you know, it's still watchable. I, I don't like the stars anymore because they're big, you know, they're big anti-Trump people. But nonetheless, the point is, is during in the story, they have one of their arch uh, enemies is the Borg. Okay, now the Borg basically is a conglomeration of different uh, individuals. But they're not individuals. They work for the collective. Okay. They have one mindset, and that is to do what they're told and help the collective, that being the group as a whole, to survive. Okay. Now, that's a Democrat for you, folks. They will, they will take, they will go down swinging with disbelief that what they're doing is for the betterment of everyone else. And that's nonsense. That's why you can't beat these guys because they, they're hard to beat because they can all jump on the same bandwagon. You ever heard of the, another example is a prison dilemma. And what that, what that says is, you know, and people ask, why don't the prisoners take over the, the prisons? I mean, there's more of them than there are the guards. Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you take over? Well, I'll tell you why, because they can't get everybody on board. Okay. You may have eight or 10 guys who want to do it, but you got to have the entire collective on the same page. Otherwise, it's going to it's going to fail. It will fail. So it's so we are. Well, the Republicans, I, I'm not a Republican, but I mean, I'm a Trump supporter. But at the end of the day, the Republicans, they think for themselves. They're individuals. They like they like their freedom. They like to be able to say and do what they what, what they want to do based on their belief system. Democrats aren't like that. They all get on the same team, okay? And we all believe the same thing. You know, that's that's where that comes from. Yeah, so they're hard to beat. They're hard to beat because once they once they gang up on you, uh, be it a business, be it an individual, whatever, if they pick you out of a crowd and they decide they're going to take you down, they have a really good shot at it because everybody will jump on board. Everybody. Media, you know, um, uh, the sports, everything. Everything. So they're going to be they're they're going to be tough to take down, but I think it, it can be done. This is it's not like this is the first time this has ever happened. I think populism in the, in the end will 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 uh, will will win, but uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. I have to I have to admit it's been it's been a long. Uh, I was depressed a little after the elect, uh, after the uh, inauguration. I really was, and then that nonsense about attacking the uh, the White House or the Congress. You talk about you talk about it. Photo op. That was ridiculous what went on there. I mean, it's all can't, it's, 
they're saying that Trump uh, and they're trying to impeach him again. Oh, it's a whole bunch of bull. You know, they're saying he incited a riot, you know, insurrection. He's you know, all this nonsense. He didn't do that. I listened to the I listened to the uh, the speech. He didn't say anything like that. He was very calm, cool and collected. He, you know, he did not say go down there and go into the to Congress and tear that place up. He did not say that. OK, much unlike Maxine Waters, Cory Booker, uh, uh uh, Bernie Sanders going out and literally, and that's just three examples of people going out and basically telling people to attack the other side. Bernie Sanders is the one to set up that whole deal where that, that guy went down and shot uh, those uh, Republicans while they were playing baseball. That was his fault. Okay. No one's holding him responsible. Maxine Waters says, go out and attack, you know, basically attack these people when they're eating, when they're at the grocery store, when they're, they're at the, uh, uh, filling up their car with, yeah, you, take them on. We had to take them on. Uh, Cory Booker did the same thing. Nobody holds those people accountable. But suddenly, because Trump was there giving a speech while, while the uh, attack was going on, it makes no sense. This is never going to stick. It's going to make them look stupid, and it's going to set a bad precedent, because what that means is you literally could go back and impeach Obama. If they let this stand, they better be careful with this. They better be very careful with this because those are both private citizens now. They're out of they're out of politics. They better be very careful because if the Democrats do this, it's going to turn around and bite them on the ass. I guarantee it will. Somebody will take it. I mean, you could go back, you could go back and in, impeach Clinton at this point. You really could. So Anyway, um, bottom line today is what I want to say, and I want to get it out there, is I want the Dems, the, the lunatic left, next time you talk to anybody, you know, you, anything goes on, you, you're, in a, you're in an argument or, you know, you're discussing something and it starts to get out of hand. Now, mind you, what was the first thing Joe did as soon as he got elected? As soon as he, inauguration day, he, what, he signed 20 executive orders. The guy wants to be a dictator, Okay. What was one of them? Shut down that uh, Keystone pipeline, and he shut down the construction on the uh, wall. 51,000 good-paying union jobs up in smoke. So I tell you what, next time you're talking to one of your, your dim friends, one of your lunatic, one of the lunatic left, okay, you be sure and mention to them. Mention Jack Reacher. That's, that's that uh, Tom Cruise show uh, movie where there was a great line. And he said it, and I live by this, and I'm going to use it from this day forward. He was in that fight, and he knew he was going to win, and he told these guys, he told that guy, he said, remember, you wanted this. And that's the way I feel about this whole uh, this whole debacle. You wanted this. When gas is $6 a gallon, I don't want to hear you bitching about it, okay? Down the list of things that are going to change, and it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be an ugly winter. It's going to be an ugly two years at least, and possibly four. And if something happens to Joe and Kamala Harris gets in there, it's going to be really, really ugly. So anyway, that's all I got today, and I will be back again on the air more often than this. I, I just had to take a month off. I had to get away from politics for a little while, but I'm back. So I'll be talking to you later. You guys be careful.